nice long episode this week. Woo! Yeah, really long episode this week. Yeah. It's like, well, we, we a while back, we were like, maybe we should try and keep it around 45 minutes to an hour. Uh-huh. And we only went an hour past that tonight. So <laughs> We only went an hour past. Yeah. No big deal. No. In the scheme of your life, you know, it's just, it's another, it's an additional 45 minutes to an hour of your time that... What are you doing anyway, you know? Listening to us, obviously. Yeah. So. So, uh. I didn't, hold on, I didn't mean to discount whatever you were doing. No. You might be doing something very important, I yeah. have no idea. But, Wait. I feel like if you're listening to a podcast, it means that you're probably doing something that's not extremely crucial at that time. Yeah, it's downtime time. Kind of, like you're driving somewhere, yeah. or you're maybe you're cleaning your house, or yeah. something. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, we appreciate uh, if you listen to this whole cast, because it is a long one, but it's pretty cool. Uh, this week we talk about Hollow Notes H2O, we talk about Rheingeist Franz, um, and we go off on a number of tangents, and I, not that you guys can see it, but I pull my pants down and show my butt. So that's, you know, all that's going on. Yep. Um, If you would like to get in touch with us, which we highly encourage, you can email us at superdivorce, uh, at superdivorceme.com. Just tell us whatever. Just email us whatever. Also, add your email to our mailing list to get all of our next current updates and uh, also three free songs from our new album. Because uh, we're awesome. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash SuperDivorce. Instagram at SuperDivorceBand. Uh, we were going to stop plugging that for now. Which one? Instagram. We're going to start plugging it. Instagram.com. <laughs> I'm actually taking a picture right now Yeah. for our Instagram. He is. Instagram.com slash SuperDivorceBand. JK at SuperDivorceBand. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at SuperDivorce, and our Twitter and Facebook are linked, so it's pretty cool. There's a lot going on on both of those pages. If you want to follow lead vocalist Nicholas Villars on social media, just look up at Nicholas Villars on social media, any social media, and see what happens. See if you find him. If See if you find me. If, if he's on there, he's on there. And if he's not, he's not. Uh, send us an email and tell him what websites to join. He will not join OkCupid or Zeusk or Match. So, Zeusk. sorry ladies. Yeah, that's another one. Is that new? Plenty of Fish. No. I've heard of Plenty of Fish. Yeah. Zeusk? I've seen like TV commercials for that, so. Is it like the, the god? I, the god. Zeus. Zeus. It's the god of dating websites. That's what their slogan should be. Nick will not join any dating websites, but you can find him on any other social media. Yeah. Possibly. You can find me on Instagram, at BenderButt. I use that the most. I have others, but I'm not worried about it. So, here is... Without looking at an account, here is episode 71 of the Super Divorce Supercast. Enjoy, chefs. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce.
welcome to the Super Divorce Supercast. This is Nicholas and Bender. We're in a band called Super Divorce. Yes, we are. If you guys already know. Thank you. If you did know that, you probably also know that we like to start things off every week with a little segment we call Beer Me. Yeah. This week, Beer Me is going to feature the Rheingeist since he made Franz Oktoberfest beer. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. We just got back from the local Ameris stop where we filmed this week's episode of Super Divorce Gets Beer. A very special episode because it was the first episode where we were actually allowed to go inside with the cameras rolling. Yeah, only four episodes in. And we got the, got the okay from our friend. And if you're a fan of this show, if you're a fan of us, you might... I mean, we've been talking about that place for a while now. I cracked my beer open before you. Sorry. That's all right. There's mine. Cheers. Cheers. That's good beer. It's a hearty beer. Yep. Good beer. Mm. Makes me want to put a campfire right in the middle of the room. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. That's good, man. But uh, you were saying we've been talking about our our quick stop for a yeah. while now. Our little humble Ameris stop down the road. Um, we've been going there really since we rebooted. It wasn't a reboot. We never rebooted this show. It's still the original numbering. Yeah. But w- we took a break after Dale and Bob left. Right. And then, you know, since then we've been visiting that place pretty regularly yeah uh yeah i feel like it's probably almost been a year now since we started back up again yeah because we kept if we kept the original numbering i feel like we you and i started doing uh you know two-person casts around Somewhere between episode, like, I feel like 25 and 35. Like, I know that's a long range. Yeah. But it was somewhere in that area. Pretty sure it was in the 20s. Yeah, I think so, too. And now we're close to 70? I, I think this is episode 71. Yeah. So, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. But yeah, that's, that'd be right around a year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've... Have we missed any weeks? I don't know if we've missed any. I think if, if we felt like there was going to be a week we couldn't get together, we've planned ahead. and We either recorded. planned ahead or you did a, You might have had like one or two solo casts yeah. in there. I have a very special solo cast tucked away just for an emergency. Really? Or I might drop it just because, just because I guess I can... Should I spill the beans about the content? Nah. No. I've, it's, it's kind of funny that I haven't mentioned this to you until now because yeah. I recorded this probably back in... It was in the winter. Really? It might have been like January or February. Wow. Like and even before just, recording and everything? Yeah. And it's just been sitting. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't have any others. Uh-huh, it's just, not like something I do regularly. I, I did it one time. And I was like, I'm going to record this that I'm doing right now 
and I'm just going to leave it. Yeah. And maybe when I need to, maybe when I don't, it'll just go up one week, like in addition to whatever we normally throw yeah. up. Well, I'm curious about it. I don't think you should tell the listeners, but you should tell me about it later. <laughs> All right. It'll be off the record. Yeah, off the record stuff. I'll let you know. And then whenever we tease it moving forward, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You'll know what's waiting. I'll know. Yeah. That way I can get in on the hype. Yeah. You know, help help the hype. And when we've got, like, a legion of crazed fans, they're going to wonder what this special episode is. Yeah. And you're going to know. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to have whatever reaction you have. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, the Franz Oktoberfest beer. They spelled it with a K. I like that. The, not Franz. There's nothing in Franz no. that you can spell no, with a K. Franz is not spelled with a K. <laughs> uh, the Oktoberfest. It's, put, it's funny you said that because when you said they spelled it with a K, I was like, "There's is there a K in Franz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the rare F. Or a K that sounds like an F yeah. that you don't see very often. But, yeah, um, Oktoberfest is spelled with a K. They say, Franz is our Oktoberfest brow. Yeah. Brow. B-R-A with the umlauts. Is that what they call them? I think so. U. Yeah. It's their Oktoberfest brow. Not traditional, but uber-German. Uber German. Like, how Uber are we talking? Like, like so Uber, when the guys are going to work to make this beer, yeah. they don't even drive themselves. They call an Uber every day. <laughs> and, and wear later hose into work. Yeah. That's how, that's Uber, they Uber German. Uber German. Uber German. He's an autumnal brew, so... I like that it's a he. Yeah, like it is. the brew has a gender. Yeah, like I would have expected fairly that you know you you would almost refer to every object as she. I guess his name is Franz. Yeah, it is Franz. True. If it was like what Franzis, maybe <laughs> yeah. that would be a lady, uh, possibly. But I just like that the like. It's a very like robust yeah. beer, you know, so it it's it deserves a a robust like gender. Not that women can't be robust. Right. But it's I feel like it, it fits. Yeah, it I'll just say it, it fits. fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not scratching my head that they like, called it a he instead of a she. Right. So Yeah, they're no no floral hints or anything like that. This is kind of a smoky, mm-hmm. hearty beer. Yeah, it's just really hearty. It's good. He's an autumnal brew, a bit of a dreamer, often hiking in the Alps to return brimming with great ideas, like those brisk hikes in the steep mountains. These Munich and Vienna malts will pump you up. It's an interesting description, I think. It's a, it it's sort of like 
speaks to the flavor of the beer, but only in riddles. (laughs) 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 I hope you get a good idea of what this beer tastes like through their description that I just read. Like, it tastes like a guy in Lederhosen in the Alps, uh, you know, blowing one of those giant horns. And he's coming back to town with some great ideas. Yeah, with just great ideas. Just overflowing. He's brimming with great ideas. Do you feel like the Munich and Vienna malts pumped you up so far? I mean, sure. I don't... That's what I'm saying about it. It sort of speaks to the flavor and poetry. Like, I can't... I don't have a... I don't have a comparison for Munich and Vienna malts. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. But do you feel pumped up at least? I feel German. I would like a big stein of this from, yeah. uh, what do they call that? What's that place? Hofbra House. Yeah. I have one of those steins here. Yeah. I noticed when I was at uh, Urban Artifacts, they have a stein club where if you, you pay like $95 and they they make you, I guess, your own personal stein... And then you can, like, use it at Urban Artifact to get, you know, beer fills and things like that. And it's like a, it's like $95 for a new member. And then, like, returning members, I guess you can, like, do it year after year or something. But returning members is, like, $75. Do you, what, do you get a discount on your fill-up? Or what? I don't know if you act, I don't know if you really get a discount on your fill up. Possibly, I didn't read the whole poster, but it was just like get your very own one of a kind Stein. So I feel like you'd, there'd have to be another incentive. If yeah, you're almost a hundred dollars. Right. Even though a personalized Stein is cool. You know, it might be like ninety five dollars, and then maybe it's like free fill ups, and then you like for the year, and then seventy five dollars gets you free fill ups, like as a returning customer mm-hmm. for a whole year. Yeah. I mean, that'd be incredibly worth, it, worth I'm it. Sure. Yeah. You could probably get your money back in one night. Probably oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and then Uber home. Yeah. You can <laughs> all that money you save drinking beer for free, yeah. you can spend on the Uber to get you home. Though I've been hearing bad things about Uber lately. Really? Yeah. I heard their CEO just stepped down. I don't know why. I haven't read into it, but I've heard that. Uh, and I actually went with Lyft the uh-huh. last time I had to use a pickup service. Yeah. Just because I'd, I'd heard some bad shit about Uber. Like they, uh, well, one thing is I heard they're not as thorough with their background checks as Lyft. Uh-huh. And uh, Ivy's sister... I believe, was in a car accident with an Uber driver. Oh, really? The dude, like, fell asleep and Goodness. crashed. And wow. So, well, sorry. So, I didn't want any sleepy drivers, you know? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but, it, yeah, the experience I had with Lyft was good. Hmm. I actually just got a notification on my phone saying that I uh, somehow had a free uh, a free Lyft just, just, just like wherever. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, maybe give Lyft a try. Yeah. And I'll research this Uber thing, and maybe we, I'll, I'll revisit it next week and yeah. tell you guys what I found. Get back to you. Yeah. That. 
So, um, yeah. So you, Bender, yes, just recorded your very first episode of Momster Movies with your mom over the weekend. I did. I did. Uh, later this month, I am going to be debuting a brand new series in conjunction with the Super Divorce Superverse. Uh, a brand new series that I film with my mom called Momster Movies. This is basically super scary, but with my mom, because she hates horror movies. And uh, so we recorded our first episode, and we watched Terror Vision. And uh, I think she fell somewhere between she enjoyed it, and she also regrets wasting two hours of her life. Like, somewhere in there. But... We had a great time. Uh, I think we got some really fun footage. I love my mom, so we just have... I think we had easy, like, immediate chemistry. And she. I was talking to her today about setting up the next episode, and she was already like, I'm going to do this every episode. And I was like, please do, because yeah. it's hilarious, you know. Um, but it went really well, and I'm so excited about this series. I, I think it's just, I just think it's fun. It's good to hear that you have good chemistry with your mom. Yeah. That would have been, it would have been awful if you realized you get on camera and you, you and your mom just can't hammer it out. Oh, no, it was... It would it be, was, uh, be embarrassing. Yeah. It was... I mean, I, I knew. I, I knew things would be fine because we just get along so well. But even as I was setting up, she was like, so, you know, are we just going to... And I was like, we're just going to go for it. Yeah. Like, Nick and I just sat in front of the camera and went for it. So that's what we're going to do. And I was like, I'm just going to turn this on. And I was like, just try not to think of the camera. I was like, look at it from time to time. But really, just that's what we're going to do. Just sit here and talk. Yeah. And that's what we did. And it's it's great. So the first episode is Terror Vision. And uh, this week, we are going to watch John Carpenter's Halloween. Which was the first horror movie I ever saw. Well, And we are... I'm trying to structure the show to where I'm, like, steadily increasing in, like, terror and then, like, subsidizing it with less scary movies or, like, comedy horrors and things like that. So I have, like, this sort of, like, zigzaggy mountain, you know, to get up to, like, Inside or Martyrs (laughs) at the top. Yeah. And but my goal right now is to get her acclimated enough to go see the new It in theaters oh. with me. That'd be cool. So I'm like, I have the original one, and we're gonna watch that. And I have like Clown from Eli Roth, and we're gonna watch that, and kind of just like. Um, speaking of Eli, did you see the trailer for his uh, remake of? Uh, Death Wish. Death Wish, yeah. Yes. I think it looks good, but I also think... And this is partly because I I read an article stating this, Mm -hmm. but after watching the trailer, I do agree. It was, like, one of the most generic trailers of all time. It's pretty generic It's a generic movie, it is. Because, like, Death Sentence is literally the exact same movie with Kevin Bacon. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll probably see it, yeah. just because, number one, it's Eli Roth, but... If you're a fan of, like, revenge movies, then yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's just what it is. Yeah. I feel like they're all... Well, shit, I mean, 
you can boil most stories down to their base parts and they'd all at their core follow a very similar structure mm-hmm. you know that's just the way it is but you know it, I feel like it's it's a good role for Bruce Willis you know I just like I think yeah I think it's great I think Bruce Willis will probably play you know be good in the role um, I think you're right but after like you told me that Kevin Smith had a terrible time working with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Every time I see him in a new movie, I'm just, I like automatically feel bad for the director because I'm like, he was probably a shit that entire movie. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's tough to separate sometimes, you know? Yeah. But I guess you also have to, and Kevin Smith, I believe said something similar where he's like, you know, I don't know what exactly was going on with him personally at that point. Mm-hmm. He's like, I might have just gotten him at a shitty time in his life and some other stuff was going on and he brought that to the set. Yeah. Not excusing the action, but I mean, just like, I guess that's stuff that you have to consider as far as like, is this worth writing this guy off completely and not seeing any more of his movies? Well, you know? yeah, I'm not of the, I'm not in the club that's like, I'm not going to watch another Bruce Willis movie. But it does come to mind. It does. And I'll, I agree with you. I think the same exact thing. Yeah. So maybe I'm not as excited to see a Bruce Willis movie as I would have been before right. I heard all the shit that he brought on set to... Um, cop out. Cop out, yeah. Yeah. Before he copped out on the set of Cop Out. Exactly. But that's kind of that's kind of how I feel about it. And, you know, like, conversely, uh, I'll pretty much watch anything Keanu Reeves is in because he's such a wonderful human being. Yeah. So... To the best of your knowledge. To the best of my knowledge. He is a wonderful human being. I really hope Bill and Ted 3 comes out at some point. I When I was at Best Buy today, uh, they had a, the Bill and Ted collection from Shout Select. Mm. It was both movies, and it was in a nice you know, little, nice little box set. We should do those. Bill and Ted, episode. we definitely should, yeah. yeah. I'm down with that. We can do a... Um, a super cast double feature yeah. to talk about the two Bill and Ted movies. What do we have? We had the next two weeks planned out last week, didn't we? It was H2O this week and Inner Space next week. Yeah, that's right. Inner Space. Um, but, yeah. That's. Yeah. So this week. Hall of Notes, H2O. What if. What if you. Mixed the Hall and Oates album with Halloween H two O. Do you think you could remake Halloween H two O using only songs from <laughs> Hall and Oates? I think I think uh, we should both sit down and make that video <laughs> and put it on our YouTube channel. The whole movie. The whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. So anytime music's playing from the original, you'd have to take that out and put a Hall and Oates song in. Yeah. I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> Some of those songs would probably fit. Halloween H2O H2O. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, real honestly, Maneater would probably fit right in there. Yeah. It really would. Maybe that could be like the main theme uh-huh. instead of the traditional Halloween theme. Yep. 
anytime the plays, it's just, whoa, here she comes. Watch out, boy, she'll chew you up. So I only just today listened to Hall and Oates, H2O. Okay, I'm going to pull up the track list. Yeah, so we can break it down. Now, I had to listen to it on YouTube, and I listened to, like, a sh- like a sh- full, I don't know, full version. It was just, like, a 45-minute video. You know, it wasn't broken up into separate videos. Yeah. And they had, they, for some reason, structured it so that B-side came first and A-side was second in the video. Okay. So... The album starts with Maneater. When I listened to it, it started with Family Man. Right okay. there. Start with... And I thought it was very odd, and I didn't realize until I looked at the track listing in the info that they yeah. had done it like that. This song is about a man turning on a prostitute because he's a family man. And he's like, yo, don't don't keep pushing me because if you do, I'll probably pay you for sex. Hilarious. So that's how you thought it started. Or did I, you... I was given the impression that that's how it started, but I thought yeah. it was odd. Yeah. Well, it's it'd be a the intro to the song would be a very weird way to start an album. It's very abrupt. Yeah. So I can see why that would be jarring. Yeah. Did you? Uh, so you had to listen to this the YouTube <laughs> version. Now, when did you realize that it was out of order? Not for a long time. And what what? Was there something that, like, clicked for you where you looked into it and you're like, this doesn't seem um, I right? I heard Maneater, like, yeah. six songs in or whatever, yeah. and Maneater came on, and most, I listened to it in the car, so I also was driving, so yeah. I didn't really think much of the order, uh, but when, it was only probably within the last hour or so that I hit like the more info you know on youtube and it extended and showed the track listing and showed that man eater was first and i was like oh okay so this video has side a and side b swapped i don't know why i don't know if there was some sort of copyright that they were trying to get around or what but it was swapped and i was just like okay like but then i you know, very quickly got here. Yeah. So I didn't really have a chance to like try to, you know, mess with it and start from the middle of the video and let it replay yeah. and all that. Um, but I did think, yeah, hearing Family Man first, I thought it was a very jarring way to start an album. Yeah. And I was confused by it. But I was just like, oh, I'm gonna go with it, you know. It's uh, a good song, though. It is a good song. It's good. It's a. It's a good song, indeed. Um, so let's, let's imagine 
than that you had the actual experiences they wanted you to. Yeah. So starting H2O with Maneater. Uh-huh. I mean... Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Like, what else are you going to start it with? <laughs> you know? Italian girls? No, I don't think so. You're starting with Maneater. Though, it, uh, that's, that's a tricky thing because sometimes starting with a song like that, you feel like it's tough for the rest of the album to keep up. And it's, it's true because, you know, I feel like if you ask anybody about H2O, they're going to be like, oh, the one that Maneater's on. Right. Uh, I mean, and as, as somebody who just listened to this album today, I, I can see how Maneater stands out, but also as a new listener, I am kind of like, well, but it's all kind of in the same wavelength. So yeah. if you like Maneater, you're gonna like the rest of the album. Yeah. I mean, I think that's more than fair to say, you know? So how do you feel about track number two? Crime Pays. Crime Pays. Let's, let's pace. get a little sample here. Here's a sample. <laughs> this is like... This whole album, though, is like uh, an exercise in the greatest like '80s soft rock. I feel like uh, that's that's what you I would call it. Soft rock. I would classify this as soft rock. Because when I think of soft rock, I think of like Michael Bolton ballads. This feels like it's a little too high energy to be labeled soft, soft. rock. Uh, yeah, I, I pop guess. rock. Pop rock. I would call it pop rock. This is, yeah, a shining example of 80s pop rock. Yeah. I guess but I it could go, you could play it. You could play on, it at a doctor's office, though. Yeah. You know. Or on your your local soft rock radio station. You could. You, could probably you play really could. Those. I think you could. But I feel bad calling it soft rock because that just feels lame to me. <laughs> Like, you know, there's a lot of lead vocals, and then you, you get the like the classic backups singing the end of sentences or coming in with like a little something in between lead parts and whatever. Good thumping bass. Yeah, just doom, 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 doom. like just very consistent throughout a whole, throughout the whole song, almost every song. Uh, when you listen to an album like ours, uh -huh. you realize that uh, there's a lot more going on, I guess. Like, we, we took inspiration from stuff like this, yes. but we went over the top, I feel, a bit more than a lot of the stuff we drew inspiration from, which is going to separate it, I think. Exactly. That's I was thinking about that on the way over here today, because I had spent most of the day listening to H2O, and then on the way here... Uh, I listened to our album, and, you know, not to, but also definitely to toot our own horn, I think that, with a lot of thanks to Josh, our album came out as a very, very modern version of all of this stuff that we were influenced by, yeah. which 
like you said, I think sets it apart as something unique that you guys probably maybe haven't heard before. Um, we, we did take a lot of inspiration from this kind of music and, and Gary Newman and uh, Tears for Fears and, you know, all that kind of stuff, but there's just this... The System is another band we were listening to quite yeah, a bit when we were in there. The System. But there was just, there's this new age flavor on it. There's this, you know, mid-late 2000s. It's not even late 2000s. It's just this... 2017. This 2017. Fuck it. There's this 20. 2017 flavor on it, you know. Where it doesn't feel dated. It really doesn't. Sorry. Sorry. Ladies be interrupting. Yeah. Ladies. My... Lindsay called me too. I have my phone on vibrate, but she called me too, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> like I'm I'm podcasting, yeah. yo." The old ball and chain <laughs> can't leave me alone for a damn half hour to record a podcast. No, we love them though. Yeah, like Just, a, I'm not. Come on, like a lot. Jess has been working very hard on our album art. Yeah, it's it's all awesome. It's so good. I can't wait to. Yeah. To share it with everyone. We're gonna share that very soon. I'll tell you what. I'm. Cheers to Jess for yeah. for all the work she does for us. Cheers, Jess. Good, good lady. Great wife. Great, greatest wife. Great friend. Great. Yeah. Don't I have the greatest wife? <laughs> Come on. Uh, uh, I'm gonna send out an email soon, everyone. So. Uh, you hear it on the intro and the outro all the time. We don't really talk about it very much during the meat of the show. Yeah. But um, sign up for our email list because uh, you're going to get all the updates as they are made available. And very soon, we're going to start revealing things, more detailed and concrete info about this album. And no joke, it's all very exciting. Yeah. Um, There's, you. we know... As we said uh, when we were gearing up to record about having a lot of things in the works and then we, you know, finally spilled the beans that we were recording and, you know, it sounds good and some of you have probably heard a couple songs. Well, now we're telling you again we have a lot of things in the works. Nick is working on a lot of different things and all of that is going to be made available to you guys soon. Um, Lots of really, really cool just happenings and goings on and all that kind of stuff it's really exciting i don't even know like everything i'm sure i i need to have we need to have a business meeting after this podcast to get so i can get updates on what he's been doing well that's the thing is you know there's uh there's another aspect to all of this that has not been made public yet no that i'm handling all on my own so it's not as if i'm just keeping bender in the dark on shit within the band it's no it's just like it's other just, stuff yeah really like he said we have to have a business meeting because there's a lot of business shit going on behind the scenes that i'm doing that you know for reasons that we haven't really talked about on this podcast or in public is stuff that i'm handling on my own because it's more of a personal venture well, this, it's it's at this and, point, right, you know? and it's uh, it's reasons like you have the opportunity right. to do these things, and I work 
yeah. you know, five, six days a week. Yeah. So that's the, that's our dynamic is yeah. that you are, you have the time and the will to put in a lot of effort into a lot of different ventures for the band. And I, you know, I work to support myself and, but that's, that's just how, that's how it is. You're okay doing what you're doing. And yeah. I'm okay doing what I'm doing. And eventually if we're real lucky, I won't have to work anymore yeah. and I can join you in doing yeah. all of these extra ventures and whatever. But for right now, it works for both of us. And it's great because uh, Bender has never once taken to posturing about doing things that he knew he wasn't going to do, which we had some issues with <laughs> prior to this new configuration. Yeah. Like, yeah, if, if if Nick needs me to do something, I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. Bender is a... He's a friend and a confidant. Yeah. And, I, and occasionally job. I come in with a... Hey, here's a connection we might want to explore. Yeah. And, you know, you are you got your monster movies mm-hmm. going, which is going to be fun, you know? Which That's I'm gonna... super proud of myself for actually doing. Yeah. Because I have a lot of great ideas sometimes that I just don't really follow through on. Well, I feel like that's part of, like, getting that momentum going is just doing one of the ideas. Yeah. And then once you show yourself that you can do that, then you're more likely to act on your good ideas in the future. Right. Instead of being one of the, well, I think a lot of people have great ideas, but before you take the step to making one of those, you know, a reality and bringing it out of your head and into the world, that stuff just stays up there. Mm -hmm. So it's, who knows how many incredible shows or albums, uh, pieces of art never get made because they never leave a person's head. Right. And people have these wonderful, great contributions they could be making that they just don't because, well, it's not the easiest thing to do it requires effort yeah and then on top of that you don't know exactly how it's going to be received so that's another thing people worry about it's like what if everyone hates it mm-hmm. what if they don't right <laughs> yeah so. so i mean i was even talking to Lindsay about it and i told her too i was like i'm i'm really proud of myself for like you know getting this going and she was like she was like yeah definitely like i you know not to be like mean but like i thought it was a really good idea and i wanted you to do it but you know i didn't think you were going to get it done this quickly yeah she was like you told me about it and then like a week later you had recorded the first episode yeah and i was like yeah i that is very good for me yeah to have this idea and act on it so quickly and it, it's it was so much fun so that's I'm good. really excited to keep it going um you know, I can't wait to get it up for you guys and on the uh, on the internet. And, I know uh, I'm so bummed that like I really want to do it right and have a couple episodes in the in the shoot yeah. before releasing it, you know. But like I know as soon as we put this footage on your computer and I see some of it, I'm going to be like, "Fuck it, just just <laughs> edit it and put it up right now." Well, you know, you'll. This is all stuff we'll talk about, of course. Right. But you know, on top of that. I don't know, have we mentioned the fact that we're going to bring back Super Scary at the end of October? Did we talk about that? I don't know. We, we talked about it, but we haven't mentioned it 
to uh, the listeners. Well, cast out of the bag, I guess. Yeah, we're going to bring back Super Scary in October. We're going to do a week, seven days of reviews. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to... We're gonna hit uh, some some different flavors yeah, throughout we're that week. Yeah, we're gonna try. We're trying to do like a whole mess of genre, like mess of uh, types of movies. Yeah. Because um, it it was uh, I I was sitting here the other day, and it was one of the nights, maybe two or three nights ago. It was it was pretty cool outside, and I had the windows open, and I was on my computer, and the feeling in the air reminded me of like how it felt temperature wise and the the smell in the air and it was like it reminded me of sitting here and editing super scary yeah and i was like i'm actually pretty excited to to do a few more episodes of that because it is fun it's such a great show it's just we had uh doing one every week was not realistic with all the the shit we had to to get going last year because i mean we were we were working on different stuff. It's been nonstop. Yeah. You don't really, it's tough to imagine how much we did in the span of really less than a year Mm -hmm. going from wondering if this band is going to move forward in some capacity (laughs) to saying, okay, well we're going to, but what are we going to do? Yeah. You know? And then just wait, like watching, you know, all of our ideas develop, like, well, let's start with the podcast. Yeah. And that's what we did. We started with the podcast. We're like, mm-hmm. it's going to be the two of us, and we're going to keep doing it, and let's do it. Yeah. And then it was like, you know, maybe we should incorporate some YouTube videos, and we started doing that. And then it was like, okay, and all that, most of that time, we are like, okay, what are we going to do for music? You yeah. Know, how are we going to f- work this? And, you know, eventually we arrived at what we arrived at, and being an 80s band and everything, and... I feel like even though the the video shows we did didn't blow up or anything, I didn't really expect them to. Yeah. It was, but it, it kept us doing something. Right. You know, it was, it allowed we were constantly us, active. Yeah. So, as a band. Yeah. In some capacity, we've been making sure to continue putting something out, and I think that's that's uh, definitely helped us fend off any sort of, you know, like. Fizzling. Fizzling, yeah. We, we've not lost any steam because yeah. we've been doing something all this time. Yeah. And as a band. Yeah. Like, as a band, as friends, as yeah. partners, we have been like, okay, we need to put something out mm-hmm. to just, just to give some people an idea that we're still here. Because I think that the worst thing we could have done, even though we don't have millions of fans, would have been to just, like, go silent. Mm-hmm. And then now pop back up with a new album and be like hey now we've got this right but where have we been for the past year who knows you know we avoided that and that's that's pretty cool i think so yeah so let's see back to h2o back to h2o track three This was the one song on the album. That intro, I was just like, ooh, we're about to rock out. Yeah. You know? And then, like, it kind of goes back into the pop 
soft pop rock yeah. or whatever. But still, I was Here, just like, yes. Let's see again. Here's the intro. Get a yes. nice groove going right away. It goes back to a groove instead of more. It's not a straight-ahead rock. No, it's it's groove. Yeah. This is funk rock. Yeah. You know? I mean, with that mustache. Yeah. You have to have. You have to be funk rock. This is Art of Heartbreak, track number three. I feel about that sax. It's, I when I heard sax on this album, all I can think of was Teenage Alien. Yeah. And how funny it is. Yeah. And I was just like, it's it's perfect. Like it's so good. Teenage Alien, I think, is our closest Hollow Notes song. That and maybe the Predator. Maybe. I was I was thinking the Predator. Yeah. But yeah, Teenage Alien, different flavor. Different but, flavor, yeah. but it's close to yeah. Hollow Notes. It's like Hall if it, Teenage Alien is like if Hollow Notes and Gary Newman had like collabed on something. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's a good one. Alright, track four we've got one on one. This intro sounds like what they would play during the adult swim. Yeah. Stuff where they're just like black screen and they're just showing the words. They call them bumps or whatever. Yeah. It's. It makes me think it's. Uh, that's. It's a very vapor wave-ish intro. Yeah. You could just loop that over and over. Yeah. And you know it's weird. Listening to this album starting in the middle with uh, what Family Man. Yeah. Okay. So listening to this album starting with Family Man. Uh, one-on-one, and I only assume Open All Night, because I haven't heard Open All Night yet, honestly. Yeah. It's very odd that those two songs are four and five on this album, because from Family Man on, everything kind of keeps a steady, upbeat pace. Yeah. Much like Maneater. Um, so it's interesting that they have, possibly, these two vaporwave-ish songs yeah. smack dab in the middle of their album. Yeah. You know? Just more, they, they chill you out just a little bit. Yeah. Right here at four and five, I guess. Uh, let's see, hold on. Let's see what five. Open All Night, track five. Yeah, this is get your boogie on right yeah. here. Definitely funky. It's like a smooth funk. This is bang your girl music. Yeah. Passionately. Yeah. No, not jackhammer. No, no, this is this is like candles lit. Yeah. You know what? Is, like drapery on the bed. Yeah. Like rose petals. This is all about her. Yeah. Totally That's, about her. Yeah. <laughs> like forget your own motor. Like yeah. it's all about her. Yeah. Open all night. Yeah, she's open all night. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she was open she all was. night. That's what he said. What do you think he's talking about? Come on. He's talking about banging. Yeah. 
I love how unapologetically, like, this era dealt with the innuendo. Yeah. It's just like, here it is. Yeah. We're not saying fucking, but you know that's, that's exactly, exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You know? I mean, even in, like, you know, hard rock and everything, like, ACDC and Kiss having a Love Gun song. Yeah, and yeah. What's the, I don't even know what song it is, but ACDC has that one song where it's like, let me cut your cake with my knife, and it's just, like, <laughs> yeah. straight up. Yeah. Just straight up. Yeah. We're talking about fucking. Yeah. Well, what's the, um... Oh, shit. Hold on. I can't think of it with the song playing. I can't either. I can never do that. Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to think of another one that's, like, really sweet sounding, but you could replace it, and it would be just reduced to, you know, I want to fuck you. Yeah. Basically. Is it, uh... Maybe it's an REO Speedwagon song? You know? I don't know much REO Speedwagon. I'm trying to not look it up here. <laughs> I'm doing what I can to think of it. Ah. Um. <sighs> Screw it. I'm just going to look it up. Just going to look it up. Oh, that's okay. I don't want to sleep. I just want to keep on loving you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? I just want to keep on fucking you. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to sleep. You know? That, that is a very sweet sounding song. It is. I just want to keep on loving you. Bum, 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 bum. And I'm gonna keep on loving you. Cause it's the only thing I want to do. Yeah, that's a... But that's what he's talking about. Yeah. I just want to keep on fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, that's what it is. That's what, yeah. And that's the what 80s, they're doing. The 80s were a great straightforward innuendo time. Yeah. Afternoon Delight didn't come out in the 80s, did it? I think that was 70s. Yeah, that's more 70s. But still. Shit, man, even... Like, well, I guess it goes back a long way, doesn't it? Conway Twitty. <laughs> I just want to lay you down. <laughs> yeah. I just love to lay you down. Um... Yeah, now I'm just trying to think of 80s sex songs. Madonna's Like a Virgin. Yeah. Like a Virgin. Cherry Pie. Cherry Pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still, I do think, though, that Cherry Pie has, like, that intro is so powerful. It really is. Just... And you're just like, yeah! Oh, wait, were you thinking of pour some sugar on me? Maybe. Is that pour some sugar on me? Yeah. Yeah. Cherry pie, but that's another one. Also a sex song. Pour some sugar on me. Yeah. 
I get those two mixed up, I guess, all the time. What's how's how's cherry pie start? We're gonna come Oh Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. Let's see. Play, uh, play, uh, pour some sugar on me. Cause they, they, they both start with like vocal intros. Hold on, where's this? Is, they don't have the original on here. I'm not. To, that's okay because I actually yeah. have this on my iTunes. Damn right. Cause Def Leppard. It's an awesome hysteria. That whole album is incredible. Did you ever hear that uh, that joke? What has ten legs, nine arms, and sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Everything except the sucks parts true. Yeah. <laughs> I when I was a little kid I loved them and I used to call him the arm drummer. The arm drummer? Right? Yeah. Cuz he only had the one arm. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean like god just the determination yeah. to teach yourself how to drum with one arm ridiculous. Yeah. So impressive. See? Same same sort of intro. But then This was gonna be my wrestling song since I was in like fourth grade. That, that's a great yeah. great wrestling intro song. Like maybe the lyrics wouldn't fit. I love the lyrics. But if you took the lyrics out of this song and just had the instrumental, that would be it's, an incredible wrestling. Theme. It's a dope, yeah. like instrumental. It's like, so I'm not fucking heavy. And yeah, just, like, it really powerful. is. For like a, I mean, they were hair metal, yeah. but kind of on like the pop, leaning side of hair metal. Yeah. This song is heavy. Yeah. Like it's really good. It is a really good song. Just that riff. It's so good. Yeah. And then the whole song just like trudges along. Yeah. Awesome. If you don't like Def Leppard, you can't hear anything. No. So back to H2O. H2O. Family Man. Wait, did we skip open all night? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. That was a fucking song. That's the whole thing we talked about. Yeah. Family Man. Very abrupt intro to yeah. an album. Would have been confusing. Very. I'm a family man. But it's still powerful. It is. Like said, it's very... He's telling you. Yeah, like, leave me alone. Yeah. If you keep asking me, I might bang you, so stop it. I might pay you for sex. Please don't make me do that. I'm a family man. And that riff is kind of like Hulk Hogan's theme. The, hold on. 
<laughs> it's very similar. It is very similar. It's a real American. So, we, yeah, we, we talked about Family Man. Yeah. So then we've got Italian Girls. Which probably has my favorite line in the whole album on it. This one is uh, probably a favorite of Dario Argento. <laughs> Because he's Italian. Oh my god, I just want the 4K restoration of Suspiria to come out. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Well, It's nowhere, because they won't announce a release date. How do you feel about Asia Argento? I don't know if I've seen her in much. She I was, she, uh, she was the, the main lady in Land of the Dead. I need to re revisit Land of the Dead. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Okay. Well, maybe when I want to uh, get the Scream Factory Collector's yeah. Edition. I need to pre-order it because then it'll come with a poster. Maybe we could do Land for Super Scary. Oh, I don't know. I, th I feel like we already picked out our movies, didn't we? We were going to do the Romero triple feature. Remember? Yeah, that's right. Which, not all of those are from the 80s, but I don't think Super Scary matters for that. No, we did, like... Movies right. from all eras. And no, yeah, we're going to do the Romero triple feature for that, so we can skip land. I can do Land with my mom. What if we did a Romero extravaganza, and we just picked all of the George Romero movies we wanted to talk about? Hmm. Which could include the triple feature. Right. But then also others as well. Like the whole, like the whole week is Romero movies. No, no, I, I just mean one episode. Is a Romero could, extravaganza. Yeah, and it's like could, a half hour episode. Yeah, we wouldn't have to spend the same amount of time on every song or uh, every film. Right. You know, we could take a look at the career of George Romero. Yeah, and then. Decide which things yeah. we wanted to actually. Because you can get Creep Show in there. Yeah. Creep Show, uh, Night, Dawn, Day, Land, Survival, Diary, mm -hmm. <laughs> Crazies, Season of the Witch, Martin. Martin is one that I really want to see that I haven't seen, and it's a Romero flick. I was just being uh, bitten by a mosquito here. Yeah, I noticed. And it made me. Maybe think about the gall of a mosquito. Can you imagine if, like, you were a mosquito? Or are you as a human? And it's like, I really like the taste of giant blood. Yeah. And I'm not particularly fast. But I'm gonna I've got... Go it I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna stab my straw into this guy's leg and just hope that he doesn't slap me because... I will be crushed to death, like I just did to the mosquito that was on my arm. It's a pretty bold maneuver. They're bold, if nothing else. Did you ever play that game, Mr. Mosquito? I didn't. It was a PS2 game. I think it was a Japanese import. But it, I think it made its way to the States eventually, but it's, it's rare. It's hard to find. Yeah. But you play as a mosquito, and the object of the game is to fly around and suck blood out of this family without being noticed and squashed <laughs> sounds like a fun game mr mosquito i'm surprised that's not like a mobile game now sounds like some people would be playing all the time yeah yeah 
Huh. Last I actually saw a copy at uh, Phasers to Stun in the Dayton Mall. I would venture to guess they still have it. It was a PS2 game? PS2. Maybe I'll get that and stream it sometime. Mr. Mosquito. I bet no one else is streaming that game. Probably not. Maybe I'll give it a go. All right, what do we have next? Italian Girls. Yeah, that's right. Which Italian is girls. also a very straightforward song. <laughs> you can also replace Italian Girls with Jesse's Girl, and it's the same song. Yeah. This is one where they've uh, they've swapped lead vocals. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, immediately. There's a line in this song that is something to the effect of, I keep eating all of this pasta, and I'm so full but so lonely. And it's my favorite line in the album. <laughs> On the whole album? Yep. It's hilarious. I think it's coming up. Maybe not. Back. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so full and you're so lonely. It's so good. It's hilarious. Like, why would you sing about how much pasta you eat and you're so lonely? It's so funny. That's a good sign of, of uh couple of dudes who aren't taking themselves too seriously yeah which is like us yeah so, you know you can't fault them for it but it's just it's such a i think it's a great line i think it's so great i eat i, I eat. eat i eat so much pasta pasta <laughs> i feel so full and yet so, so lonely. lonely oh god <laughs> yeah that makes the whole album worth it right there that's good guessing games is uh track eight yep You know what I didn't mention while we were listening to Maneater? What's that? There is a like a tone in Maneater. I don't think we actually played Maneater. Probably not. That carries through the entire song. Yeah. It's just this high-pitched whistle, and it never it like never breaks. It never deviates. It's just like this. The whole fucking song. Really? Just about. I'll have to check that out. This guessing games seems like it would be a good like a background song for like a uh, a shopping montage, like a couple shopping. I can see that. Yep. Do a couple shopping at the. Where she's like trying on different outfits. Yeah. And like doing this, yeah. And he's just like, I don't know, I don't know. which one. You look hot in all of it. And then of course there's the one where like 
it shows her walk out of the dressing room a few times in different dresses. And like in that sequence, he walks out in a dress once. <laughs> He's just like, what? Uh, <laughs> and then guessing she, games. Guessing games. <laughs> she puts like the lady's hat on him and he smiles. Yeah. Shrugs his shoulders. Shrugs, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. That's exactly what it would be. guessing game it's a guessing game how about track nine delayed reaction delayed reaction so far it's got a delayed start this is like the most rock and soul in the whole album it's very bruce springsteen i feel like very Like, you, you definitely expect Bruce to just, like, bust in with yeah. his gravelly vocals. And, ah! Yeah. Excuse me, guys. Softening out in the chorus. Yeah. I love stops and just vocals and then the yeah. instruments come back in. Yeah. Love it. Okay, track 10, at tension. Play on words, I believe. At tension. Yeah. At tension. Ah, ah, got it. At tension. It's another groover. Kind of a city street groover, I'd call this one. Yes. This is your, this is a back alley groover. Back alley groover, kind of like Teenage Alien. Yes. A back alley groover. I fucking love Teenage Alien. It's so good. Wait until you guys hear Teenage Alien. It's so good. Intensive purposes, and it's not no, intense and intense and purposes, not intensive. Okay, so all right, the old ball and chains entered the mix. Oh hi. 
I was, to, I was gonna leave you a secret note so I didn't interrupt. Well, why don't you just interrupt then? Because I didn't want to do that. Just go all out. I was trying to be sneaky. You're already Balls interrupting. Balls to the wall. Yeah, if you're interrupting, you might as well just interrupt well, all the nobody way. Nobody would have known I was interrupting. Yeah, they would have. How? My demeanor would have changed. What? You would have been way more nice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just uh, I was gonna let you know I'm gonna go meet Sarah and Rob for a little trivia. Lazarus is watching his show, so oh. to make sure that that was, that was okay. I told him he could watch it before bedtime. Unless What's his any, show these days? He's, he's like, I think there's a show that it's got some sort of like subliminal messaging going on, because it's the most boring show, but he's obsessed with it, and he will look. He just wants to it's Pocoyo. I don't know what the deal is with that show, but he is obsessed. He just wants to watch it all I think the time. Pocoyo is French. I don't know. But the, uh, well, the guy who does the... The voice work is Stephen Fry, and he is a Brit. Uh, like like Stephen Fry on Futurama, or just Stephen Fry, the guy. The guy. The guy. I don't know. He uh, he was on a, a British sitcom with with you, Laurie, for many years before. Oh my God, I should know. I feel like I know who it is. You, you probably, you know probably know him if you saw him. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Kind of sick of that. It's He's, really good. Uh, yeah. Right. Good. Oh, it's Oktoberfest. The Franz mm -hmm. October Fonz. Alright, we'll have fun at trivia. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. No, you have to stay <laughs> here and never <laughs> leave. No. Everyone knows me. I yeah. put my foot down tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Woman. Do you have any anything you would like for me to add to your podcast while I'm here? Do you like Hollow Notes H2O? What's, what's H2O? The album H2O. Is this new? No, it's not new. Oh, I don't it's know got, the name of any of their it's albums. It's got Maneater just, on it. Okay, I just know lots of their, their I told songs. you, the one with Maneater. Yeah, the one with Maneater. Well, I don't, I never, like, sat down and listened to any of their albums start to finish. I just always, like, grab their songs off of the internet and listen today. to them. And, you know, I know, you know, most of them that are just hits, but I like Hollow Notes quite a bit. So, yeah, I'm lame, and I didn't know what that was until just now. Okay. I didn't until last week when we decided to do this album. But to be fair, you can ask Nick. I'm I'm bad at any any kind of name or album title of any band. Yeah. Song titles, album titles. I'm just like it's the one song with the lyrics in it. And, <laughs> and it's always like a, a good minute or two of me trying to explain to him. And I'm kind of like really terribly. okay with song and album titles. Way better with movie titles. You can be like it's that one movie that with that one actor. And I'm just like, oh, this movie? Yeah, oh my yeah. god, how yeah. do you know? That's I could tell you which album songs are from, but I'm also not the best at song titles. Titles Outside are hard. Of hits. Yeah. You know? Titles can be hard. So. Well, I don't know any of it. Yeah. I'll sing along and That's okay. do my thing. Go have fun at trivia. You sound so pissed. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Go I'm have bummed fun I had to reschedule trivia. with you. I Did saw Corey that. Corey tell you Corey, why? He messaged me. He said, did everybody quit your jobs? So yeah. Like, everybody? Not everybody. There's, like, eight cooks, so that's, you know, a lot, and mm. two of them left. So, technically, we're still, like, fully staffed. Mm -hmm. I just now, like, have to sort of pick up mm -hmm. the slack, you know? So, you came on, and they were like, we don't want to work with this dude. That's literally, <laughs> I have, like, four managers, yeah. and literally every single one of them has pulled me aside and been like, I have no idea what is happening around here. We, I just want you to know it's not you. 
I guess people's problems just catch up with them. Yeah. And but they were like, this doesn't happen. This isn't a thing that normally happens. I don't know what's happening right now. Bad timing. Yeah. yeah. But maybe but, it'll lead to good things for you. I don't want it to. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least for the time being. For the time being, yeah. Like if it, if it leads to you getting a nice little bump in your pay. Maybe just yeah, for a or I've, while. I've been there less than a month, and I've already you know had a little bit of overtime, you yeah. know, like doing whatever. But yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Well, somebody already filled your spot. On the fourteenth. Uh, Good. Is that Monday? Yeah. Good, because I was. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Finally. Finally. I'm gonna go like, I'll take it. I'm like, oh, nice. I, I think I want to work on my chest. Are you serious? Yeah. You got some whiskey? I have actually a lot of whiskey at the shop. No, so because nope, because outside of this podcast, no alcohol. Oh well. Until I, I think it the big fight. Nope. You got to yeah. do it. You have to sit through the pain. I sat through my whole chest. I'm gonna sit through it. I'm gonna take it like a champ. After you do my back, I'm trying to get Lindsay to do my ribs, and I'm not happy about it. Oh, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Well. I want my chest done. Okay. Well. We started this in like. 2009. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was so like it's a year about, into tattooing. Yeah. It's about time. Well, it's I'm a lot, time. a lot faster now, but it's probably going to hurt more than it did before. Oh, well. Grin and bear it. Yep. Just like when I got my butt crack tattooed. <laughs> 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 yep. True. It's not fun. How's that heal, by the way? Everything good? Fantastic. Yeah. You want to see it? Yeah, yeah. Everybody now, Bender showing me his, his whole butt right well, now. Well, it's like now I just have, there's just no reason not to. Yeah. Because you've been there already. Let's see. Bender's oh, just, yeah. That healed great. Bender's just got his. I'm curious about this guy. His, oh, that actually healed pretty good too. Yeah, like, Lindsay was talking about how you were like, oh, some of the lines. And nope. Oh, yeah, they look good. That's, yeah, I'm kind of impressed with myself for how, how quickly and stuff I've lasted through that. That's good. Yeah, thank you. It's a lot of. Naked ladies on his butt. So Bender has an ladies. upgraded ass here. Yeah. My favorite naked lady is the one with the strap on dildo. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty fun. She's the best. <laughs> How many of your friends have a tattoo of a uh, flying lady with a strap on dildo on their ass? I not, think, not I don't only, think anybody in the universe has Not that. only like one angel lady for lack of a better term yeah. with a strap on dildo, an orgy yeah. of like how many? Pa- four pairs. Four so there's pairs. eight ladies, eight naked angel ladies having sex in various positions. It's all very tasteful. On my butt. It know? is very tasteful. They, they can. Well, you can tell <laughs> that they all care a lot about each other. They really you know? do. Yeah. Even the ones that are 69 ing Yeah, it's yeah. very passionate. You know, yeah. they're yeah. all. They all. There's a. There's a good level of respect going on between yeah. these women. Nobody's they've doing all, anything disrespectful they've to all, one another. They've all known each other for a while. Yeah. yeah. They've all been tested. I also know. love the one that's like they're like spooning, yeah. and then the the one girl has her hand in the other girl's yeah. like between her legs. Yeah. That one from behind. Yeah. That one's really <laughs> tasteful. I, my favorite thing. <laughs> really about, tasteful. My my favorite thing about our podcast is how clean we are most of the time, and, and then, then sometimes it just goes from like. Family friendly to just we're talking about chicks, angels with yeah. strap on dildos, yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. To be to be clear, just for all our, our listeners, they're not angels. 
No, they're, well, they're from yeah, they're, a comic book. It's from a comic book, and the characters are from a planet where people have wings. They yeah. look angel. They look angel. They look yeah. like angels because yeah. their wings are feathered. They look whatever. angelic, but they're not angels. But it's just a bunch of women yeah. having sex. Yeah. It's not like thoughts. Bender went into the Bible and said, "You know this story? I like yeah. what's going on, but no. can you tattoo it with like chicks and dildos." Yeah. I went into a very graphic comic book and got a very graphic scene directly from the comic book tattooed on my butt, with the exception of the 69ing girls. That was a Jesse original. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope my mother doesn't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was me. So good. So, we have one song left on our Hall & Oates yep. tour here. Yep. Well, I will leave you to it. I'll be back in probably about an hour. Alright. Have fun. Hi. Good luck at the trivia. Oh, I'm gonna... Don't um, use your phone. Why would I? I'm not the cheater. I know, but people go out there and do I'm either gonna sit there and drink things. by myself and not say anything, or I'm gonna answer all of the questions and amaze everyone. Well... We'll find out. I'll see you in a bit. Alright. I feel like if you're having a trivia night, you should collect phones on the way in. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because I bet you there are people who are so unscrupulous that they would go into, like, local trivia night and they're probably sitting with their phones at the ready, like, under the table, waiting, which ruins the whole point. It's not, like, who can get the answer the fastest necessarily. It's, like, who here knows the most? Right. Like, who came in here knowing the answer to this? That's what we're trying to find out. I was so... The the one time... I've been to two trivia nights in my life. Mm-hmm. One was at school with my mom, and it was a large room. We filled a gymnasium yeah. you know, with, with parents and uh, teachers and maybe some, like, community people, you know, whatever. Um, former students of the elementary school I went to. But we, we filled a gymnasium, and we had a trivia night, and my family won. We won trivia night. We won $500. Wow. And it How was... The, hold on, like, this was... Was it for the whole school? Uh, okay, so I think what it was, was like, my mom teaches at a Catholic school. Yeah. And so it was like part fundraising, part give back, you know? So I think all of the parents probably received like an invitation. You probably had to buy a table, I think. But all of the teachers like, you know, had an option to get a table. My mom got a table. And so it was my mom, my dad, me, my sister Tess, her boyfriend, uh, my sister Leah. I think we capped off right there. And we were more than likely the youngest table there. Like my it was like my parents and then everybody else was my parents' age. In the gym. Everybody. There was one table of like former students that you know that I recognized. So they were yeah. there was a table of people who were my age or older, like by maybe five years maximum, okay, older than me, but, like, my sisters made us one of the youngest tables, if not the youngest table, and we won. We beat 
everybody. That's awesome. It was so great. <laughs> the crowning achievement of that night was there was a question about a secret, like, spy ring or spy, uh, like, organization that was set up by, like, George Washington or something like that. Yeah. And it it took us a minute, but my sister Tess knew the answer, and the answer is the Culper Ring. And it's, like, this government spy agency, okay? Yeah. And she knew that because the Culper Ring um, plays a big part in Why the Last Man, that Brian Vaughn comic book. Oh, and we, she and I have read that book. Yeah. And they asked that question. We were the only team in the whole gymnasium to get that answer right. Wow. And we got it because of a comic book. Wow. And so there were probably kids there who were in, like, AP history and shit. Potentially. Know that. Potentially. But because she read a comic book. She knew that. There you go. It was my favorite thing. And then I also did a Star Wars trivia night. That was pretty cool. Was that... At school, too, or was that... No, no, that was at a bar. That was just, like, with friends. I feel like we should do trivia nights. They, they do one at, uh... Right over by where you live, actually. I went to one with my sister. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of where that Where I place? live now or where I used to live? Um, oh, well, shit. Where you, where you used to live. Okay. Um, at Austin Landing. Okay. At, uh, 8-Bit? Or, it's not an 8-Bit, but there's a... There's, like, a barcade there. Yeah that place they do a trivia night every week and we went to one that was like i think it was uh 90s nickelodeon versus disney or something like that god i feel like i feel like i would be good at that yeah but you never know like i felt like i was gonna be really good at the star wars one yeah and then, like, I didn't know how old Chewbacca was. Yeah. And I was like, what kind of context <laughs> would I have for how old Chewbacca is in The Force Awakens? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never in the movies do they say that. You know what I mean? Trivia is really fun, though. It is. I feel like it's almost, um, it keeps you, I might prefer it to, like, karaoke because it keeps you active the whole time. I yes, You're not but waiting I, around. Yes, but I do love karaoke. I do too. I'm just saying, like when you're when you're immersed in a trivia night, there's never a point as long as the games are going on where you're just left sitting there. Right. If you're at a especially like a crowded karaoke night, and there are tables of people that you just think are douchey. And they're go up. They're going up, and they're picking awful songs. Yeah. And you have to wait your turn. You know, and so maybe you've got like forty minutes of downtime before you and your friends get to go back up again. So right. you're sitting there. A good trivia night keeps you engaged the whole time. So. I just we if we like I'd be down to do trivia nights more often. I just want to find a trivia night. I mean. We can go to a general trivia night, but I have I would have a lot of fun at you know a video game trivia or a, a, a cartoon trivia or well, a Star Wars trivia. The one that I was just talking about, they do a theme every time, yeah, and they like advertise it beforehand so you right. can see what's coming up. Yeah, so we can, we can check that out. Yeah. So, uh, okay, we have one song left. One right? song left. All right. Um, 
Go solo. Go solo. You got the piano and the bass. And that backs kind of whatever synthy sound that is. brings down the whole vibe of the second half of the album to finish yeah. it off, which is interesting. Well, it's, uh... I guess it makes sense if you think of it like the... where the credits are rolling. It does. Yeah, it does. You know? So you've just been taken through the H2O, and now this is the credits song. That's true. You're kind of getting your bags picking up your leftover popcorn making your way out of the theater that is I'd never thought of it like that I wouldn't have thought of it like that it's a good point so this is a credit song for sure yeah and I feel like that's there are different approaches to ending an album and that's one of them sometimes you want a song that like really just leaves the whole thing feeling capped very like succinctly and other times you have a song like this where right. it's just like okay credits are rolling let's get up let's move on let's get up and let's get going you yeah know. and there you know that's this approach and i don't have an 80s reference for you but i can tell you you know the opposite side of that uh would be like famous last words from the black parade yeah. is like an all-encompassing powerful end yeah. to an album you know um that's more just, yeah, it's just, it's high, higher spirits, high, you know, lifted higher. And this is definitely a very much like, okay. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Right. We appreciate you, but like, let's get, let's get it. Let's get together here. Let's go out and let's go do something, you know, let's go do something else. Just, just to drop a little something on you. Okay. If you're still with us, we did not end our album with a credits rolling song. No. So. We did not end our album with a credits rolling song. We ended our album on a high note, and then we also have a little something extra that loops back around to the beginning, and it makes for a, an all-encompassing experience. Yeah. Yeah. So. And if you really listen closely, uh, you can hear the influence from the connector in the last song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to be listening... You would have to be listening in a way where... Well, as far as, like... Uh, kind of that connector you're talking about. I think you're, you're talking about bridging the gap between the end of the album and the beginning of it. Because we You have to be listening in, on something that allows you to, to loop it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we somehow picked... The, the bridge that we built between the last song and the first song is literally the perfect bridge. Like, there's nothing about it that indicates the end of an album, and there's nothing about it that indicates the beginning of an album, but it could go either way. Each, each song benefits from having this... Uh, bridge in between it 
and uh, now I'm just rambling because Nick rushed off to the restroom, and I'm also checking my text messages, which is something I do while I'm podcasting with you guys. I'm having pizza for dinner. Now I'm checking Facebook. So I had a cool tattoo here. The first post. Gonna love that. The Scientology post. Back in black post. Check up on FB. Yeah, I was just, you know, wasting time so you got back. But I was just saying that the connect, the... The bridge that we have between the two songs is both the perfect ending and perfect beginning, basically. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't indicate the end of the album, and it also doesn't indicate the beginning of the album. It just, like, is there and exists as a perfect segue right. both ways. That's true. Let's play uh, Maneater real quick, because oh, yes. I want you to hear this, like, high-pitched constant in it. Okay, here's Maneater. Maneater, by the way, will forever Hmm, okay. Hold on. Yeah. We heard uh Lazarus running around downstairs. Hey dude. Dude. Hey dude. Poco, yo. Of course he is. Yeah. This song will forever remind me of riding through Afghanistan on D-Horse in Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah? Yeah. Which is, like, one of my favorite things about that game is the soundtrack. And collecting the cassette tapes and then playing them as you're playing the game. It's so good. Anyone who hates on the game's a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never played it. Oh, here we go. Man eater. So there's a sound you said that There. 
that. It's this one note. Yep. That high note goes through the whole thing. No variation. Doesn't drop off. Yeah. don't particularly care for it. It's all I can focus on in that song. Really? I like that song. I like I, I like the song as a whole, you know? Yeah. But when the... I noticed it earlier in the car, and I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> now this is all I'm gonna hear. And now all I can picture is just, like, one dude in the band just standing <laughs> during a concert, okay? During a concert, and he's just standing there going, like, this. He holds down one note, and he's just like... Yeah. And he's just doing this the whole time. And I'm just like, you're not doing anything! <laughs> you know? I don't know. It bothered me. It bothers me. I never noticed that before. Good song. I mean, I when you pointed it out, I know I've heard that part. Right. But I guess it doesn't, it doesn't mess with me the way it messes with you, I suppose. I'm okay with it. It's just, it's just a constant, just like, just annoying. Sometimes you just have a held out sustained note. Like, I'm glad we don't have that on our <laughs> album, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we have anything that... Is that annoying? <laughs> I, know. I know. Yeah. So. Well, that's hollow notes h2o for you with plenty of tangents to go along with it plenty so you know hopefully what is it what do you say about the the pasta eat 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 all the pasta so full and yet so lonely feel so full and yet so lonely Hopefully you don't feel lonely after going through this H2O tour with us. Hopefully not. If you do feel lonely, you know. You can email us at superdivorce at <laughs> superdivorce.com. Superdivorceme.com. Or you can just start this podcast over again. Yeah. We're right here. We'll always be here for you. You've got us, like, at the, uh, you know, at the tip of your fingers yeah. with your computer or your smartphone. Yeah. And we've got not countless because you can count them, but we have many episodes besides this one if you haven't listened to them you all. You should probably start at like episode 25 though. Yeah. If you go back further than that, probably on there and you don't want to hear that. <laughs> Bender and Bender had well, I mean, we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah. You had a, you were at, what do they call it, loggerheads with Bob because uh, basically you you were not able to speak during our podcasts on episode 1 through 20, whatever. Essentially. <laughs> so, yeah. If you, we'll say this, if you listen to the very early chunk of our podcasts, the first 20 or so. 
when we are still a four-piece band, you will hear much less of Bender on those podcasts than, the, than you do now. I had Bob beef. Yeah. There was a little beef. A little beef. Bob. Wow, you've been holding that in for a long time, hadn't you? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I had. I certainly had. I was referencing a something Bob said. Yeah. Oh, poor Bob. <sighs> yeah. Well, I go back sometimes to what you like to say about like, you know, if somebody has a differing opinion from you, it's not, you know, we shouldn't be cutting people out of our lives yeah. because they see things differently or they act differently because that debate is like healthy and that's the basis of like whatever, like you need to debate and you need to argue and whatever. Yeah. And, you know, in many circumstances, I think that's true. I just saw the other day, uh, I won't name names, but one of my friends had posted something about, oh, it, she, she, they had reposted a Twitter, like, post that was like, if you, it was like, oh, you respect all rem- women, what about trans women, black oh, yeah. women, blah, 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 yeah. you know, and some guy commented on it and was like, I definitely respect all women except trans women, they're not really women, ha, 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 mm-hmm. and my friend commented back and was just like, I'm done with you. We're never talking again. I'm deleting you after that comment. I can't believe how insensitive you are. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This has been a long time coming, but this is the last straw. You'll never hear from me again. Right. And I was just like, and then he had replied with, Oh, LOL. It was just a joke. You know, I respect everybody. And both sides of the argument are, I also saw another post about Schrodinger's douchebag, uh-huh. which was like, Schrodinger's douchebag says awful things and waits for people's response and decides whether or not to apologize for saying it. Yeah. And, uh, so I thought, like, that was funny, but then I was, I looked at, you know, my friend's comment, and I was just kind of like... You are really writing off somebody for apparently making a joke. Mm -hmm. Maybe they really do feel that way. Which point, you know, in fact, I probably wouldn't want to talk to them either if they would admit to actively disrespecting certain people. But that's that's what you say a lot. Like, yeah. You can't just write someone off because they don't agree with you on a certain thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think you should. Obviously, people do it all the time, but I don't think it helps anyone, you know? Yes. But my point of bringing all of that up is... I go back to that sometimes because I got to a point with Bob where I was like, I really don't want to associate with this person anymore. Yeah. But... I think that is partly because I was present for the way he was treating other people around me. 
And I yeah. didn't agree with the way he was treating other people around me. Well, I think there's a difference between, like, saying adios to someone because they're a very active part of your life, you know, and it's someone that that you are intimately involved with in some way versus, like, someone has a different opinion than you do on some form of social media so you block them instead of talking about it, you right. know? I feel like we, uh, well, for instance, if you did have an online dispute with someone and you did talk about it, and you talked about it several times, whatever the issue was, and it seemed like they just ratcheted up in intensity somehow and became more belligerent as time went on, then I feel like that's what that option is there for, where it's like, okay, well, click, you know, I'm just, this is not productive in any capacity. We've right. tried that. Right. We tried being productive about this. We tried having a healthy debate about yeah. this, and it just isn't going anywhere. Like, I, I, I was in one... I was involved in an online dispute just a couple days ago. Is this the ago. one? Oh, the couple of days ago. I was yeah. thinking about the one from the the certain party. No, this when you you know wrote that guy off. No, no, this was uh, this was someone who had made a post about the um, what was it? The genuine usefulness, I suppose, of the word mansplaining and how that word had fallen somehow from... Is it somebody that doesn't live in this country anymore? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the whole post, the premise started with like, remember when mansplaining was a useful verb to describe blah, blah, blah? And my comment was basically addressing the very first question and i said i don't think mansplaining was ever a particularly useful verb to describe anything yeah and that led into a 25 comment debate you know um that you know i won't detail no. and bore anyone but anyway it was yeah but i'll say this is that I obviously disagreed, and um, and so this person, and uh, and we did not unfriend each other. Right. Still so, friends. Yeah. So it's someone I've known for a long time, but I didn't. <laughs> neither one of us felt like it was. It was like the impetus to destroy an entire. Right history that you've known someone i mean but that's a thing so anyway that's just uh a level of maturity that a lot of people have not reached i suppose where you can't handle having your feathers ruffled a little bit so it's easier to just bury your head in the sand and act like no one disagrees with me yeah. and if they do then they're just they have no reason for it they're just stupid and i just don't want to talk to them anymore well, I, uh, I don't agree with that. <laughs> so, we should probably get <sighs> usher these folks into the outro. Yeah, I think so. This is, uh, 
Wow, this is one of the longest ones we've done in a while. Yeah. So, thanks for listening. Yeah, we literally haven't talked to each other in like a week, though. So. Yeah. But there's... Things are happening. Yep. And, uh, and we're going to have stuff coming up soon, so... Look for the premiere of Monster Movies at the end of August. Yeah. I know we're like practically already halfway through August, but end of August... If I'm, you know, if if things go wrong, I'll just premiere it on my birthday in September. But I'm hoping for the end of August. Yeah. All right, chefs, stick around for our outro, and we will get you all out of here quickly, and then uh, you, can, you can start counting down until next week. Yep. That was another episode of the Super Divorce Supercast. We hope you enjoyed, chefs. I really hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, just like as much as I enjoyed this beer. I'm sad that there's not more. <laughs> Maybe we'll just buy the same beer two weeks in a row. <laughs> well, he's getting in some new Oktoberfest for next week. Yeah. Oh, it's so tired. Boy. I'm supposed to have Pizza, huh? Yep. What kind of pizza are you making it? Or are you ordering? Or? Ordering. Either Marco's or Jets, depending on who's open. Ooh. Marco's is my favorite. I know it is. Yeah. Marco's, please sponsor us. Yeah, why not? Man. Do you wanna, uh, what? Um, I don't know. Do you want to run through all of our. Things? Check us out on the internet. Starting with superdivorceme.com. That is our mother base. It's where you can find um, all sorts of things super divorce related. It's the official home of the super divorce superverse. We're going to have more stuff coming up on that very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, keep up, keep in touch with us. Join our email list. You can do that from superdivorceme.com. It's actually on our homepage there and just join the email list you get three free songs from the upcoming album right now for joining and then also once you join you will be uh, the first to know any super divorce news that's uh, coming down the pike so it's a great way to keep uh, on top of things keep abreast of all situations super divorce related um, other than that uh, why not why not check us out on social media and uh, why not start with facebook.com slash superdivorce, Twitter at superdivorce, Instagram at superdivorceband. And if you would like to find me on social media, well, then just look me up at Nicholas Villars. And if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Instagram, pretty much Instagram only, at BenderButt. And that's about all we got for this week. So, so until next week... Enjoy, chefs. Enjoy. Super divorce.